every morning. Kurt and Anthony keep you in touch with your community with the morning drive on News Talk WVMT. Welcome back to the morning drive, everybody, on this Friday morning. Kurt and Marcus, Marcus back in the on the show. Filling in for Anthony yesterday and today as we head into town meeting day elections. And as we head into town meeting day elections and all that's going on, we have another candidate in Burlington joining us. It's Ward 6 City Council candidate, Will Anderson. Good morning, morning, Will. Hello. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for being on the morning drive today. Glad we could figure out a time that worked for for you and for us. And, uh, Will, this is your second time running, right? That's correct. I ran last year uh, in a three-way race, actually, for the South District seat, Ward 5 and Ward 6. And so now you're running in the 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 count the ward race for city council. They're all ward races this year. And uh, you are in the race with Becca Brown McKnight. That's right. And you are running as a progressive? That's right. Um, you know, my affiliation with the city progressives hasn't been close. Uh, I've definitely worked with them more issues on the state legislature. Uh, but they went ahead and nominated me again um, for this for city council. I did try, you know, a number of candidates to, to push forward to rather than myself, but uh, they did end up nominating me again, and I took up the responsibility of uh, giving it a go. So uh, are you out there doing a full campaign? Have you had time to go door-to-door and, and all the, the rest of it? Uh, I would say yes. Um, I've only, you know, I work full-time, so I've been campaigning on the weekends going door-to-door. Um, I haven't been able to make the campaign a full-time job. Um, and, you know, I've been doing some appearances like this one, uh, uh, NPA, um going to the various panels uh, and forums that have been open to me. Uh, and, you know, I think that I've, I'm have i at least going to be able to reach all the voters in the wards with who I am and what my message is, uh, whether that will be enough to, you know, convince every, a majority to, to elect a progressive for, I don't know, first time from Ward 6. I'm not sure, but I'm definitely going to be able to get out there and uh, get my message across. All right, and Will, obviously, uh, I want to ask some of the same questions we've asked everybody, which is public safety Policing slash public safety have has been front and center on every campaign. It's been the top top of mind in the mayor's race for sure. There's other issues, but that one has stood out. With um, what do you tell me your thoughts on public safety? And yeah, you may have even been asked this in your last race. But what did you think about the? Uh, again, everybody's been asked this question about the resolution that basically reduced the police force back in 2020. Would you have supported that back then, or in reflection, do you think that was a good idea, or or not a good idea? Well, I'll start with that part of the question, and then I'll and then I'll address the main uh, part. Um, a short answer: I don't know because in 2020, when that question was on the table, uh, there was a, a fever pitch of of you know, response to what had been happening around the country with police uh, brutality, uh, and it's clear that the council did not realize what the impact of that resolution would be. I mean, the current Ward 6 council or Councilor Paul voted for it, and I'm sure she would not today, uh, if she had known the results of the, the inadvertent results of, of what that resolution would be, which was an exodus of police officers. I don't think the council anticipated um, th- that their attrition-based cuts would take effect so immediately. So in hindsight, you know, there's no way I could support that resolution if I knew that that amount of officers would leave, Um, which I really think would play into my thinking on the council when it comes to police oversight going forward. Because although I do think that 
a higher standard of community oversight for police is critical for Burlington, we can't lose any more officers. I mean, we're already at such a low that calls can't be responded to in a way that's appropriate, in a way that's thorough. Uh, so my priority would be to to make sure that the police department is is on board. And I know that that would be a really difficult process and one that I probably would not be a leader on, frankly, um, due to my level of experience with policing. Uh, but I would I would like to approve oversight measures that you know are not going to result in police officers saying this isn't for me and leaving. Uh, as for whether I would agree with their decision to leave, you know that's a whole different story. But you know, we got to accept the reality of the situation. So I don't want to characterize what you're saying wrong, but would it be fair to say then that you think there was a lesson to be learned by that vote at least? I mean, because I remember it very well. The council was actually warned by the chief of police and others, and I think even city council Chip Mason said we're going to lose officers at a higher rate than anybody's expecting. Uh, and the chief himself definitely warned the city council. Uh, they did go ahead and do it anyway on very thin data. So I just want to, would you, do you agree or think that there was a lesson to be learned there, which is yeah, yeah. not plunge into changing public safety without knowing for sure what you're doing? I, I would say yes to that. And I didn't mean to say that, you know, the council had no warning or that there wasn't, the ability to understand this, uh, and I think that on that on the council, this is something that I'd be able to appreciate. I mean, uh, I definitely am not one to make movements on ideology over you know immediate results. Um, I think there's a lesson to be learned. Uh, absolutely. I mean, uh, if we don't learn it, then we'll continue to we'll continue to go down this road, or, or we won't uh, be able to recover. And you're a fiscal analyst, so you sort of look at things and analyze them. So it's probably makes sense that you you would feel like. Let's it, analyze these things before we. Yeah, absolutely. Jump in. But but like I said, you know that doesn't. Me saying this doesn't preclude the idea that I do think we need more oversight, and I don't think that it's impossible. You know, if we if we work with the police union, if we get you know experts in, uh, you know, like we talked about question seven a lot last year, and really I think one of the principal problems with that bill was how it excluded or you know that um, ballot question was how it excluded law enforcement. I mean, I think bringing them to the table to take part in oversight is not necessarily something that has to be ruled out completely, just, just as an example. And uh, and that obviously went down in flames. Uh, and do you think that's the reason why? Because of partly, at least, because it excluded law enforcement from the... Well, I, 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 I don't know if I'd say it went down in flames. It was defeated thoroughly, but I think it got like 35% of the vote. Um, yeah, I think that that was a big part of the problem. Um, and obviously, you know, folks are, folks are pretty concerned about the police department, and I don't think that they were uh, really in a mind to support any... Uh, measures that could result in more officers leaving. Do you, what would you do now? What do you think should be done now in terms of oversight? I mean, again, there have been uh, proposals that some on mm-hmm. your side and the progressive side think have been watered down too much. They didn't make it onto the ballot um, and it's still being looked at. Uh, the police commission actually had themselves had some problems with the proposal. What do you think should be done now for oversight? I, 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 I have to say, I kind of like the direction that the conversations are going with the police commission uh, the ballot question, I thought would have, I thought it would have been good to have on the ballot. I thought that would have been a good step. I'd like to get something in place that is not going to make officers leave, that at least gets you know uh, a greater level of oversight in place, so we can start developing that infrastructure, start developing experts, and get the police department more used to this you know cultural change, however slight or major uh, it might be. Um, but you know. I really think that as a counselor, I defer to the police commission on a lot of these matters um, because I have not served as a police officer. I haven't even been 
uh, I haven't been arrested for anything. You know, my involvement with the criminal justice system is congratulations all, on that. <laughs> <laughs> is all from a, is all from an outside perspective. So um, definitely, you know, my priority would be let's get some measure of oversight in place, one that's palatable enough to the police department so that we don't see any further attrition. What do you the the reason for the oversight? Why do you think that there needs to be oversight? What do you think is the shortcoming of the current system that is not being addressed that an oversight would help with? I, I would say that I think the current system is good uh, when it comes to addressing major incidents like uh, use of force. Right. I mean, there's a process that officers have to follow if there's been a use of force incident uh, and discipline is meted out uh, accordingly. Um, but I'm I'm more concerned, uh, and you know these concerns, as always, uh, are greater in other parts of the country. I mean, it, I, you guys have seen the videos, I'm sure that in a lot of parts of the country, the police appear to be totally out of line. And I haven't seen that entirely in Burlington, but I think that the attitude of the police towards people who are not white and people who are not wealthy is completely different uh, from from their interactions with people like in, in Ward Six. Just just for example. Um, and I think that more oversight would be helpful in making that culture uh, better for everyone. Like, I think that uh, there is a there is an attitude within, within the police force that I've observed um, that that I think would be safer for everyone if their approach towards uh, towards people who are not white or, or poor uh, is more appropriate. I just want to follow up one time, and then we'll move on to some other things. I guess we got to probably take a break. Yep. Um, which is. You so you would put you would have put on the ballot the question that the council was looking at for oversight, even though the police commission whose role was going to be expanded as part of that question, the majority of them had said they had they didn't think they they thought it wasn't ready they had, they had issues with it. Would you would put a ballot question to the voters that maybe the commission itself didn't think was ready? Well, yeah, I, I I'll clarify that I didn't think the ballot question was perfect either. I mean, uh, as I said on on CCTV, if I had been the drafter for the thing i would have written it far differently but you know i, I supported question seven too i mean i really think that we should get something in place um it, question seven i was much more concerned you know about more officers leaving um and i didn't have any data on whether they would or not uh but i'd like to put something in place again so we can establish that infrastructure and and get the police department aware that uh the people of burlington are are really confident and, and really desire some oversight measure beyond just the police chief and just isn't it better though to make sure we get it right before taking it to the voters with what happened back in 2020 where we looks like we got it wrong with we don't as you said we don't want more police officers to leave and what if we created something that that did have more police officers leaving isn't it better to get the question right before we take it to the voters uh, I, I actually think yes. I think yes, but that that wouldn't that doesn't preclude me from thinking that it should go on the ballot. I mean, um, you know, I think that direct democracy is a really good thing, and I think that this would have been a good step in the right direction. Uh, so I I would have supported it. You know, I think that taking a step forward is sometimes better than than not taking a step forward at all. But I do see your point, and you know, like I said, if I could have been on the council to help contribute to this uh, ballot question, I would have had a lot of things different about it. We're talking to Will Anderson, Ward 6 candidate in the city of Burlington. If you want to keep... On the morning drive on FM 96.3 and AM 620. WVMT. Welcome back to the morning drive, everybody. Kurt and Marcus here. And we are continuing our discussion now with Ward 6 progressive city council candidate in Burlington, 
Will Anderson. Uh, Will, we've talked about the, the dominating issue of public safety and policing. Uh, now let's talk about the, the issue that is probably not too far behind it these days, which is affordability. Uh, I want to hear, I know you're not responsible for the school budget. That's the school board. But if you give me a quick thought on whether you support that, uh, the, the proposed increase with, you know, the state has said we're looking at 20% increase across the board potentially. But also there's a three-cent property tax increase that if you were on the council, you would have had a direct vote on whether to put that on the ballot. But now it would be whether you support the city's municipal three-cent, what's being called a public safety tax increase. So uh, I, I'll say I'll say two two parts to this answer. So, in short, I do support the school budget uh, increase and the public safety tax increase um, because on the school side, you know, I I want to support uh, the teachers and provide the students what they need, and it's clear that that need is increasing. And uh, I do think it's increasing, uh, especially when we look at the statewide levels. I think that they're increasing too rapidly. There's a lot of budgetary issues I could get into and. We could talk about the education finance system all day, but in short, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm likely to vote yes on the budget and recommend others to do so because I know that uh, they went to the table in good faith and put together a budget that represents uh, what they think they need. And, you know, with the uh, three cent uh, public safety tax, again, we've really got to rebuild the police department uh, uh, and hopefully build it back uh, even better. Um, and it seems like this would be a good way to it, to try to get closer to that by providing bonuses, by providing, uh, you know, uh, greater salaries for new for new signers. Um, so, uh, you know, I'm in support of that. However, I think that uh, as a counselor, my long-term goal would be to try to reform and restructure the municipal property tax so that it's more fair. Uh, there's another, there's a number of approaches that I've, you know, considered for this and, you know, with other progressives and, uh, you know, Democrats on the city council too. Um, you know, one, one way to do this would be to try to replicate the state homestead and non-homestead uh, with the municipal side of the tax. Uh, there other would be to try to in, introduce some kind of income sensitivity rebate, again, like we have on the state level. Um, so I guess what I'm saying is, yes, I, you know, acknowledging that inflationary situation and you know the great needs that uh social services education are facing we need to fund them let's go to the phone lines good morning you're live on the morning drive morning did i just hear the guest say that it was more important to get the question on the ballot than to get it right um the wording and to get it get stuff right is very very important even if it means skipping off that uh election cycle i mean is there any lessons to be learned from in the past like the wording on ballots well, that's the question we talked about. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I guess that probably jumps out at somebody hearing that would be uh, the idea of putting something on the ballot, even if the wording's not right, especially when it's dealing with policing. Uh, no, I, I, I certainly agree to that, as I tried to make clear. Um, again, I thought that uh, this ballot question uh, was solid uh, in, in what it attempted to do. Uh, I didn't think that it would have the adverse effects uh, that the previous ballot question did. Um, based on what I heard in the city council, uh, again, it, I didn't think it was perfect. Neither did I think question seven was perfect last year. Uh, but again, I'd like to put something in place, and I don't think that uh, I think this would have been a step in the right direction. And just to understand for for me, and since I'm an outsider on this, let me ask this question: This ballot question, though, is this advisory, or I mean, if this were to have passed, would it have had to have been put in place as is? Or is this the or is this an advisory question 
which would set the tone for the city council. I just want to understand that because I know I have seen ballot questions that are either way. And I, I think that matters when we're talking about whether or not it has to be perfect in in that way. To my understanding, it was not advisory and that this would have established the greater disciplinary powers for the police commission. Okay. All right. I think that's right. But well, I'm not. I'm not going to put my inject my opinion anymore because it's really about you, your opinions. Will um, I, I more one more on policing though is uh, you obviously a, a city councilor don't get to make the appointment of chief of police, of course. Mm-hmm. But if you were talking to the person who was the next mayor, and they were making their decision, would you and you had their ear? Would you tell them that you think they should keep the chief of police, John Murad, on? Or would you tell them you think they should go in another direction and start an, another search? Uh, uh, good question. Um, well, I, I would. I, I'm not going to say that I think that they should start another search. Uh, it, if I am elected, it's definitely something I would consider. Um, but I, I, I'd have to learn more about about Chief Mirad and and his leadership. I mean, uh, I really have not studied closely how his leadership would differ or be better or be worse than, than anyone else we could bring on. And I'm not going to say that I would, would come to the council and recommend that he be removed. No. Will, just a couple of minutes left. Is there any issue that's specific to Ward 6 that, that you've heard from residents as you've talked to your potential constituents, as you've walked the door, doc, walked and knocked on doors? Is there anything that's specific to Ward 6? Or are the Ward 6 issues pretty much the same as, as everywhere else in the city? Well, the, the Ward 6 issues are pretty much the same as everywhere else in the city. Um, things that come to mind specifically within the ward, well, actually, this falls um, this falls outside the ward, but the proximity uh, is really relevant to a lot of folks, which is Memorial Auditorium, or the Gateway Block, as it's sometimes called now. Uh, a lot of folks have a lot of strongly differing opinions on, on what should be done there, and a lot of folks have concerns with the proposals that the mayor is... Uh, kind of uh, pushing through um you know uh in general folks would like to see there be some kind of community center there be a lot of new housing new affordable housing put there um and you know there's been a lot of questions about that again that's not in ward six but it's right up the road so it uh, has raised a lot of raised a lot of questions um but uh no in general folks were more concerned about what's happening downtown than what's happening in the hill section uh Things are pretty set in their ways there, and uh, I don't think that there's any pressing policy issues. Uh, you know, um, one thing I would say is that something that I've introduced to a lot of folks and that they've, you know, so a lot of folks have been concerned about and uh, is, you know, access to public transit uh, and active transportation. You know, our walk-bike infrastructure in Ward 6 is definitely not as good as it is in other parts of the city, uh, which is probably partly due to the, you know, the steep uh, geography, but... Um, this is something that a lot of people have brought to me as well. You know, what can we do with limited resources to invest in that infrastructure in the Hill section? Will Anderson running for city council in Ward 6. Take a few seconds, 30, 45 seconds, and tell uh, the listeners why you think you're the best candidate to represent Ward 6 uh, in the next city council term. And, and let us know where they, can, where they can reach you. Sure. Thanks, Kurt. So, uh, you know, I would say that it, you should vote for me if you want someone who's going to bring Progressive, innovative leadership to the city council. Um, you know, I think that we need to take bold steps to increase affordability, like the tax reform that I was talking about, um, like a housing policy that you can read about on my website, which is wa4btv.org, um, you know, such as rent stabilization, such as increasing uh, yeah, density, uh, things like the neighborhood code that would put more apartment buildings into the housing supply onto the grand list. 
uh, you know, environmental initiatives like community solar, like urban agriculture. Um, you know, if you if you want someone that's really going to be trying to take a lot of a lot of big strides uh, to make our city more sustainable, more affordable for everyone, uh, then I think you're, I'm your best choice on town meeting day. Uh, I'm not going to be someone who uh, tries to keep the status quo in place. Uh, 